Hello beautiful people and welcome back to another episode of Two Girls One Doc. One Doc. It's your girl BD. It's Florence the fiance. And we're back. Sorry, before we get into this, I actually want to ask our listeners, guys, what cars do you drive? Oh, here we go. I'm not asking this like to be a bougie bitch. I'm genuinely asking because I'm in a situation where I'll be changing cars in the next like maybe five months. And this is the first time in my life I don't know what I want. I mean, I know what I want, like, in a perfect world, but let's be real. But in this like, one, in this economy. crisis and inflation. Um, so, guys, let me know what cars you have, because I need all the advice. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. And I'm also, not looking so, for electric right now. So. She said, I would like to kill the planet. Um, I, literally. Thank you. So, some housekeeping before we go. Um, before we go, before we start... Um, the queen is dead i'm just saying that because i'd like it i'd like to mark it i'd like to know that i said was she it. not dead when we last recorded no she wasn't she hadn't died right. because oh, remember shit. we did the double episode mm. yeah which brings me on to my next housekeeping point apple motherfucking podcast yeah i'm not gonna lie guys like when we said we dropped both episodes at the same time we actually did yeah but for some reason apple didn't want us to live so it didn't drop the second episode until like nearly a week after we said it Friends are shaking crazy, their head. crazy, crazy, crazy. I was so annoyed. I was like, everywhere else it was fine, but Apple just didn't want to do, just didn't want to. I didn't realize how many people actually listen on Apple until that they day. They don't want to see like, us oh. win. They don't want they don't us wanna to get s- sponsorships so I can drive the car that I want to drive. That you really want to drive. Enemies of progress. It really be your own. It's racism at racism, the core of this. Racism, racism, racism. It's The form in which my grief took was I started watching The Crown. And is anybody else having these weird feelings between their legs for the guy that plays Philip? I think it's because I've I've had like an overdose of him. Philip again. Oh, Philip is the one that died before, isn't it? Yeah, but Philip, uh, not the real Philip. No, I, I know really the actual Philip was uh, yeah, I haven't okay, seen yeah. The Crown, so I don't know. Okay. Actually, I, I post- didn't start it. I just haven't continued it. I, but you know the one I'm talking about that plays Philip? No, is he famous? The blonde one. Is he famous? Yeah, he was in. Uh, let me type it. Let me Matt type it, let me Smith. Type it. For goodness' What's his name? sake, Matt Smith. Is that his real name? Yeah, Matt Smith. Actor. Oh, is he in your Dragon Show as well? Yeah. Oh come on! Please, okay. So, guys, let me explain. So, I watched. Oh, okay. Mor- well, it depends what picture. But he looks kind of evil, though. He, I watched Morbius. Um, like maybe two three months ago and like this guy's always playing a brooding bad guy right yeah so i watched that show uh, that movie and i was like mm. like mm. i just said mm. i didn't say i wasn't feeling him but i just said mm. that i was then, feeling you then very shortly after i'm watching house of the dragon and he's there again and he's a really really this bad boy if you see anything enough is, times you become susceptible this peer pressure is propaganda like he is laying he is laying the pipe in the house of drag he his yeah, of sex appeal is do. off the richter and i'm like okay then i start watching the crown and somehow he managed just to make the most unsexy monarch sexy so i'm just like at this point i have to cross my legs when he comes on the screen okay well so guys if anyone's having those kind of feelings um but also rest in peace lizzie like, yeah rest in peace lizzie man i like, saw this tiktok and i don't know you can edit this out if if you think <laughs> it's gonna get us cancelled but someone's like oh yeah like rest in peace lizzie but people keep saying gone too soon like she was 96 listen to me let's say exceeded listen. expectations or life well and lived. i agree i'm leaving it in because i agree and you know what she lived a full Life. A full what it was like, full of everyone has different opinions but it was definitely full and she was 96 years old literally. and thank god do you know what i mean because honestly like she exceeded expectations 96 you you lived you lived like she got an a star star if that is a star star you lived like, it does, i think subjectively and objectively she exactly. lived a full she life lived. and the thing is is that like it's sad that she died because it's sad when anybody dies like death is sad do you know what i mean but right. somebody was it you that was saying that this should be a celebration of if she was a nigerian auntie oh. we would be partying from like like the date okay. so for anyone who's not from the uk yeah we are getting a bank holiday on the 19th of september because that's the day of her funeral yeah but listen up yeah it's listen up closely down. everything is shut even mcdonald's is shut i'm sorry you can't even pour one for the, the homie that's when I do the motherfucking line i said mcdonald's is shut i can't even uber east mcdonald's to help me drown my my my, my tears I cannot even pour one up in the pub. You can't pour it up, like, up. Nothing. 
even GP. Events, I don't know what nonsense GP can. Hell, events they've closed. Someone was saying, fam, if Lizzie didn't know about the event, why are we cancelling the event? Lizzie wouldn't have cared if Boiler Room was on. She wouldn't have cared. She wouldn't have cared if the Rema concert was on. She wouldn't have cared. So what we did, we should we should really be celebrating the fact, yeah, that we had this monarch for seventy. They should be celebrating the fact, yeah, yeah. that like she lived for so long full and life. she died peacefully, and there wasn't any car accident. No one was being chased by paparazzis in a tunnel. Like we should really be. We should. We should be. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I do know what. Yeah, speaking of no, 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 no. Speaking of yeah, this babe with her floppy seventies swoopy doo hair. Yeah, <laughs> who's this? She knows who she is. She fucking knows who she is. Yeah, she's my mum's besties op. That is not my queen. That's not my queen consult. Oh. She's not my queen consultation. <laughs> That's not. I'm not. Nah. Because I keep looking at her and I I'm like, so the side chicks are winning. The side chicks nah, are winning. You worked your way into being. Nah. She's not my queen. Da, like, on coronation day is Diana. We're crowning Diana in heaven. Like, that is my queen. Like, nah. Do you know what? She played the long game, fam, and it played nah, that way. It, it, show, it shows sometimes it, it pays to it be. It pays uh, to be the side chick. As Oscar says, it pays to be gay. It pays to be the side chick. Like she played the fucking motherfucker. She she was a visionary, or she is. Yep. She saw yep. what we could not see. Oh. Yep, yep, she nah. did. She was waiting in the wings, and now look at her flying. Waiting in the. That's one other funny TikTok about Lizzie, but I wouldn't say that one. Yeah, maybe we keep that one offline. Yeah, let's keep All this. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, but if you are, you know, similar, have similar vibes to us, message me, and I'll share it with you. But yeah. She just somebody somebody at work I'm so sorry somebody at work I was walking past you and she was like oh it's just so so sad the queen has died like I don't know what we're gonna do like she was just it's no I'm sorry she was just it's just so sad she was a constant like she really brought all of us together like she made us who we are and I was like she made whom whom's who who's like <laughs> you made whom's, whom's, who's, who's, who's. I was like just keep going don't don't even look back like do not turn into a pillow of salt just keep walking keep don't going. look back because I, I said who do who did she make what who did she make who did she make what and when did she make because I would really like to know I would like to see influ- it oh god look, let's do this documentary it's sad speak. it's sad when anybody dies it especially sad, yeah. you know anyway <laughs> it's sad it's really sad and R.I.P to Elizabeth okay so <laughs> now that that's all over um yeah so we are doing the Janes okay the Janes is a documentary originally on HBO but obviously we're in the UK so we watched it on Sky so um it opens up with this lady called dory barron um and she's telling us that she had no it kind of just get straight into it she's telling us that she had no other options oh do you know what i'm gonna go backwards trigger warning this documentary discusses really polarizing themes like abortion so if you you know don't want to hear about that or listen to that then please now's your chance to yeah skip yeah. this episode skip this episode there are so many others for you to listen to but yeah we don't want to like you know traumatize anyone um so yeah dory Barron. she's telling us that she had no other options but to call the mob to discuss getting an abortion now this was like five seconds into the documentary i had to go backwards to be like did i hear that correctly the mob but you know what? i really rate the mob because i the general mob i, I don't know the what the specific, family life the family the loyalty, not just the loyalty, family loyalty. Lo- but they really do diversify their income they're a business know? they're a conglomerate yeah like it's not just all oh, killing people and drugs like that you know they do yeah. abortions it's like they can do. money be made we'll do it they do you know it's um it's admirable and it it just shows that like being you know um yeah it shows that (laughs) so they're having these conversations over the phone yeah and it's like um they're talking in code so you can either get the chevy the cadillac the Rolls royce yeah and the chevy is 500 dollars. the um the cadillac is 750 and the Rolls royce is a thousand dollars right so she picks the cheapest one and basically it's just about ways to get an abortion and she tells us about it it sounds like a really scary experience like i think it's done in like a motel hotel holiday in yeah and there's her and this other young woman they're left there like bleeding after the procedures performed like they come in do the procedure and they piss off like and just leave them there they have to find their way home they go their own separate ways they never see each other again like but they're not pregnant i wonder how what the rolls royce would have been 
exactly that's what i wonder like what are the what are the tears like what's the difference in because mm. ultimately you're not going to have a baby right so what's the maybe probably the is no difference probably just do the same thing might be the aftercare or maybe they'll book a hotel room for the rolls royce rather than motel yeah maybe i don't know we'll never know so let me get the intro and then we really get right into it with the documentary so it's the 60s welcome to the 60s what's that is that hairspray that's hairspray yeah yeah this uh, sidebar though this documentary really made me want to be uh okay this documentary made me want to be in the 60s but then also it was looking at it from a from white women's point of view so it looked great but then this no no because not because of this but it was just like very free like people were high on drugs living their life fighting like it was the norm to be rebellious and be fighting the good fight do you understand what i mean like yeah but then the fight that they had to fight was was a was a lot i know but then obviously we this documentary was from the perspective of white women who yeah. yeah I mean this documentary there's a lot of white women in this. there's a couple of black women maybe well one main one but there's a lot of white women so the focus is less I don't know if this is what I mean to say but the focus was less on like uh, the plight of being black which obviously yes and that's day, what I mean and it was more the yeah. plight of being a woman which is affects a lot more of us which which results yeah. in a lot more uniformity or, or you, you um solidarity yeah. or whatever because whenever I think of the 60s obviously I think of just like racial unrest and it was so terrible and stuff like mm-hmm. that which it was so obviously I wouldn't want to be in. I think yeah. what I'm trying to say is that to be a white person in the 60s must have been great I think yeah, that exactly. is what I'm trying to, to be say. a woman was probably shit but then it was like it was because you were a woman yeah not because you were white black yeah, yeah yeah sorry yeah exactly so um yeah i get what you're saying so it's the 60s uh abortions are illegal in most of america so we're told this by our first talking head whose name is judith arcana and she is a member of jane right she tells us how like women were doing crazy things out of desperation just to not be pregnant anymore and they essentially set up this little system where you can ask for jake jake wow no you can ask for jane and get a safe abortion right mm-hmm so throughout this documentary we meet a variety of jane members and we see pics of them like back in the day and obviously we see them now and we meet that this one black babe her name is marie lena she's the only black one that we see or meet and she was just such a babe like she had her afro back in the day and she was just like it just funny when you see all these like before and afters and like also when i see like older people in society i just think like what were you like at my age because i feel like society really erases like older women it's like oh you're just an old lady and it's like no you were probably a bad bitch yeah or like you were doing like bad bitch shit or you were like out here you know what i mean you you had a whole story and a whole life like the same way that we are now we're not gonna get to 80 and then just stop like like wanting to enjoy do you know what i mean but do you think they'll be eight in their 80s now no they're probably in their like 60s well actually we can calculate because they probably were around like in their 20s then right Mm. and that was 1960 so 1960 was how many years ago are you for real that you're asking me all these maths okay so it was a while ago so yeah they probably they might be in their 80s then uh let's do the maths my mum was born in 1960 and she is turning 62 oh yeah so they might be in their 80s so they're probably in their 80s oh my god maybe 70s oh they look then i don't know no (laughs) i think they're probably late like mid to late late 70s, 70s early 80s yeah then they look good because i was going to say if they're in their 60s they're not that much older than my dad and they yeah, looked I was say, like they, they'd yeah. been they'd lived but um that makes more sense yeah quick maths um so yeah marie's looking great we see a lot of uh racist violence and misogyny oh in chicago and there's this clip of martin luther king basically saying that like chicago was worse than alabama and mississippi which alabama? are in the deep south which you know is like known for being hella racist yeah especially that's, back then that's like where emmett Till and them like, exactly we'll yeah. get into emmett so it's a really wild time and it's like everyone is just deep in that everything is just fucked and everything is wrong so now we meet i can't see you by the way why are you can you oh, be sorry. in the camera frame i'm like, trying to like change my position but i was doing it quietly i'll be back in now so now we meet heather booth who was also a member of the janes and she tells us and during that summer i learned that sometimes you have to stand up to illegitimate authority and sometimes they're unjust laws that need to be challenged and i already agree with her at this point but then she yeah. tells us that her friend was raped at knife point on off-campus housing while she was in her bed 
And so Heather goes with her to the student health center and she basically is victim blamed. She's slut shamed and she's told that student health doesn't cover gynecological exams. Can you fucking imagine? You've been raped in your bed. You go for Knife help. point. And, and they're slut point. shaming you. Slut shamed as if you slept with, even if she had voluntarily even had sex with somebody. Even if she voluntarily had sex with somebody. Yeah. That one is that, but she was raped. And you're slut shaming her. And you're slut shaming her and blaming her. What, and so they're what not even giving her the medical care. Her bed. Even like, if you can't emotionally, like, you know, or psychologically help her, physically, medically, have, clinically, you can't, you, you've done nothing. What a crazy, crazy time. What a crazy time. So this is like Heather Booth's like, not even villain origin, maybe like hero origin story. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's really crazy that we're doing this documentary, especially considering the fact that they've just, well, not just, but they've just overturned Roe v. Wade. So it's weird, right? But we do hear some things in this documentary that remind us that we've actually come quite a long way. So this whole overturning- yeah we, we literally have regress now because of this right but back in the day you couldn't get contraception as a woman if you weren't married like women had no autonomy over their bodies like one of the Janes says to us that they would go to Woolworths and get a ring and pretend to be married to which I say I didn't know they had Woolworths in America I literally was about to say that that for me was the most shocking thing I, I was didn't. like Woolworths in America crazy or was crazy it that it was in America then it came to here or what is it I thought it was a British shop so no, because when Woolworths closed down, it was so sad. Yeah, everybody put it on their CV. It was as, so sad. Um, in memory. In memorandum. <laughs> oh, was that so, what we say? Yeah. <laughs> so we learn about um, this doctor who is a doctor and civil rights activist, Dr. Theodore Roosevelt Mason Howard. Helen names. What a name. But it's like, you know, with Nigerians where like everyone wants to give the baby a name, so then mm. the baby just has Helen names. Yeah. And it's just like with that kind of name you have to you have become to be something or a you reverend yeah, yeah you can't then be like a basic nigger yeah yeah you do have to be something you have with to. that name yeah you have to yeah it's like mm. manifesting yeah you um, about it's to be a, a successful ass child mm, it's a strong name yeah 100 yeah. percent yeah. strong so he's run out of town when his name appears on a clan the clan the kkk mm. this is the times the clan <laughs> the clan <laughs> death list after he speaks out against the murder of Emmett Till. And I just wanted to say, like, just because we see these pictures in black and white, yeah, we think things happened ages ago. It did not happen that long ago. They do that on purpose, though, to make you think it's been yeah, that long. Yeah, it didn't happen yeah. that long ago. These Janes are alive and kicking, and they were yeah. around when Emmett Till was killed. Yeah, so literally. So, what are we saying? Like, this didn't happen that long the ago. The woman who even lied against Emmett Till didn't die that long ago. Mm? That means that she has probably begot children who have begot children. And that's Literally, somebody did a TikTok and they were like, if people who were alive during the civil rights movement or when uh, black uh, black Americans couldn't vote are still alive, if people who were in the Nazi concentration Mate. camps are still Mate. alive, if this people, this people are still alive, what makes you think that the people who perpetrated these things exactly. are not still alive? Exactly. <sighs> Fuck off. So one of the Janes contacts Dr. Howard um, when her friend's sister gets pregnant and wants an abortion. So Dr. Howard is like, okay, cool, you know what, I'm going to help. Like, let me do a safe abortion. And then the word spreads and then our Janes realise, okay, this is crazy. Like, loads of women have this issue. So many women want abortions. They're illegal and they can't have them. We should probably do something to help them to have safe ones. So now we meet Dr. Alan Wheeland. He lets us know that he saw women do all sorts of things to not have a baby. Like some would try physical things, like they would like put a stick up there and like sometimes it'd end up like perforating. Yeah, I heard I heard about that in boarding school, like a, an iron hanger. Yeah, people just like try. But then it's like you're risking, oh. you don't know what you're doing up there. Do you know what I mean? You're risking, like someone would perforate the bladder and then it's like oh. you're really risking like death, right? Anything One- up the Coochila area to me is so like, frightening you kind of have to go for it's like you're not even trying to like stick a tampon in there or like a menstrual cup like you're really aiming for, like through service like cervix like you're trying to get up there you're going past the point where yeah where things should go yeah like it's that's the no fly zone you have exceeded that zone like it's like freestyle no speculum no sanitary nothing nothing just <laughs> like do you know like literally i kept crossing my legs during this documentary because i was like this is so like you know when you have that Matt thing Smith, you're crossing your legs <laughs> <laughs> everyday legs cross, legs cross how do you walk do you walk 
<laughs> Sometimes they like, open, but I'm tusk. Okay. <laughs> Friends, the fiance. Um, so yeah, no, it's just, it's just it's actually kind of like it is like uh, like you just shudder. Like, are abortions free in this country? Oh, I don't know. Hmm, I don't think so. Well, I guess I don't know. I don't know if the NHS does there. I guess if the NHS does abortions, then they probably are free. But I'm sure it's like with anything, you could go private. Hmm, I think you can because I, I think you probably can. Yeah, because even in sex education, well, was that? Yeah, that was in this country. Even in sex education, the show. No, sex education is based in a like dystopian world. It's not. No, it's in Have England. It, no, it's not. It is. That's why they sound it, like that. No, it's not. It Have is. you go- Google it? Go- fucking no. Google. Where is I it? I believe myself. I don't need to check <laughs> the internet. <laughs> I literally, I Google. I back it, myself. It's not even in a time period. Like it's all warped. Do like, you know what? It's actually true because okay, it's not true. I'm right always. Okay. But, it's, it, I get what you mean about the time because it's like are they in the 70s are they in the 80s like what is the fashion but they have phones and stuff like that yeah it's not, <laughs> oh my god oh my yeah, god yeah exactly go and search like if you search where is it based because there's some Americanisms as well it's like it's not based anywhere like the whole like high school jock and don't they have like cheerleaders and stuff but where is it but where is it it's not based anywhere Maybe I'm gonna google it I'm gonna google okay. it where is sex education based set? and no yeah set and when no, see, see, I, they don't even say. I told you, it's it not says where it's filmed. Yeah, it's not set. No, okay, in- no, you're wrong. I'm um, right. It okay. says filmed in Wales, set in England, and inspired by American teen films of the eighties. Sex education setting is eclectic, to say the least. I'm telling you, okay, I'll find uh, the article because I googled this. Don't. Okay, that's wild though. I kind of get it though because it's just like, it's oh my just, God, I've never even not, really thought. Like in my head, it's like one plus one is like orange, but yeah. I don't care that it's orange because I'm it's enjoying not, the show. It doesn't. It doesn't make sense. Some of the stuff. Well, it makes sense in the sense that it's a show. It's a good show. Yeah, but in yeah, terms yeah. of like putting it into a timeline, like where or does place, it fit? Yeah, yeah it like that seventies show is very much seventies. Yeah, like you can tell by the fashions where they are. Da, 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 they don't have the phones and stuff like that. Their man have phones and then some modern technology then everything is like 70s and 80s then they have some american things it doesn't make sense oh my god that's so true but then they sound british right i mean i'll give it to you that you're right so you wow my mind is blurred i don't know if i can continue with this documentary i need time to process (laughs) (laughs) what were you even saying okay right who got an abortion in sex education um uh the blonde one. Yeah. Uh, what was her name? Are you sure you're not talking about Euphoria? No, because this was very. I remember it being like that villagey place, which is in sex education. Someone had a someone had an abortion, and then their mum. Am I? Might, you know, let me Google it now. Because do you watch that, Euphoria? Yeah, yeah, I do, I do. Then it's Euphoria. It's, it's that not Euphoria. blonde jarring babe that got an abortion. Who? M- Matt is it? M- Maddie is the um, Hispanic. The Latino. Maeve. Maeve. Maeve gets one. When? She gets an abortion in episode three. What season? I don't remember. Yeah, she does. She gets an abortion. Really? I don't remember. Yeah, that. and then Thingy goes with her. What's his name? The one that always has the backpack on. The one that's best friends with um, with Shooty's character. With whose character? The main guy. The one whose dad, is, whose mum is the sex person. What's yeah, his yeah, name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he, he goes with her. Well, I don't remember this. I'm pretty sure that happened. Anyway. Who was the baby daddy? I don't remember. Am I about anyway? It doesn't matter. Okay, that's not what this is about. Sorry, sorry, guys. Sorry, guys. We're moving on. Um, so Dr. Alan Wheeland. Oh yeah, they would do weird things to not be pregnant. Yeah. So one woman drinks acid, and she has crazy burns. I don't. I don't know what she thought she was doing though with that one. But this is what I'm saying. Think about where your mind is. Like in your head. Yeah. All I want to do is not be pregnant. I don't care. Like by hook or by crook, I just don't want to be pregnant. Yeah. Like, I get it, desperation. Do you, do you see what I mean? Desperation. And he would see like 15 to 20 patients like this every day. Yeah. And then there's one bit where the nurse is like, you know, they see women who do this to themselves, but also they see women where someone has done this to them. And I never thought about it from that angle. Like, imagine yeah. I'm pregnant and I'm happy. I'm sleeping with a married man or whatever. And then he finds out I'm pregnant and he's like, you will not have this baby. And now I'm, mm. my life is at risk. Mm. Proper sad. It's crazy. Remember Dr. Howard, our beloved doctor, he was doing safe abortions. He gets arrested for doing safe abortions. And so they kind of just like skip past this bit. We don't find out what happened to him. You know, he risked oh, he his life. Released, but, uh, did yeah. he? 
eventually. Uh-huh. He didn't die in prison. He but then, like, the weird man. fact about him was, which was, like, he used to, like, go to, like, Africa and, like, hunt animals. And, like, he had this room which was filled with, like, called it, like, the game room or something. And it was just filled with, like, the animals that he'd hunted. What, and then bring in a suitcase? I don't know the logistics. You know then things were different pre-9-11. That's wild. So it was weird. That's the only thing I was like, oh, you're a bit off. Yeah, and also his moustache, but that's fine. Um... Yeah. So Arjane finds another doctor who we are calling Mike. He learned to do abortions from a doctor and then he decides to go out on his own. Mike, I mean, we'll get into Mike more later, but Mike, he just seems a bit like... He's just your quirky uncle. Yeah, I, yeah we'll, get into, we'll get into it. So not only is abortion illegal, okay, but planning an abortion is illegal. So it, it's considered conspiracy to commit a felony. And like these Janes are kind of like, oh, you know, want to do a good thing, but not really trying to be arrested kind of thing. So this is not just like, oh, I'm trying to do a good thing. There's no risk. This is risky business. Like they're really out here, like putting their lives on the line, kind of, because they're white women. So how bad is it going to get? You know, that yeah. kind of thing. We have to just, you just have to watch it with context, you know? Yeah. So, mate, this next bit shows that like the police have always been a bit mad. So we see all these people at like a picnic. It's like a rock festival kind of thing. And the police throw tear canisters and you see the footage of them like beating the hell out of these kids like they are all against the war which war it was i don't know but they're all like against this war yeah Uh, and the police are not happy about this so one of our janes her name is peaches she tells us that it was a moment of radicalization for her and i kind of resonate with this because i feel like in our generation we've had some like moments like this so in the uk when we've like had mark duggan very unprecedented times that's all yeah so in the uk has. when mark duggan got shot uh, and he was unarmed unarmed black man when chris Cabot got shot unarmed black man um even in, in nigeria when they had the whole end sars going on yeah. that's loads of people were like nah this is fucked and then america like George Floyd, Bernard Taylor, Trevor Martin, like literally pick a name, yeah. It, sometimes these things happen and it's like, it makes you clock that like, there's actually a fundamental problem with the system. Like mm. life is not just like fairies and roses. Like the scales will fall from your eyes and show you that like life is shit and this yeah. sort of stuff happens and you're just fortunate it hasn't happened to you yeah. or anyone in your family yet. So that's what Peaches is saying. Like at that time when she saw that, she was like, yeah, just because establishment says this or the law says this doesn't mean that it's right. And even like sometimes you think to yourself, okay, this, I remember when all this stuff was happening and I was like, okay, I'm somewhat safe because although I'm black, I'm a woman. Like not that, I don't know how to explain it, not that you, you can still other yourself from the situation Mm -hmm. because it was happening to men. Mm -hmm. And then like it started happening to women. And then again, that's another wake up call because you're like, yo, like it's not just like black it's all like it's literally yeah. all of us like mm-hmm. this shit is happening to it's just you're just lucky that it's not being happened to you yeah and then even even in like cases like so for example yeah you can then say oh yeah well i wasn't driving fast or i'm not in gang life or you know <sighs> like i'm 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 a successful entrepreneur whatever whatever yeah when you have people like Ahmad aubrey who are just jogging down the street like they Bro. Just, they, you it, you have to just remind yourself that like look like you're not it just you're just blessed that it hasn't happened to you you're ju- there's no recipe there's no form exactly. there's just like that guy i showed didn't i tell you about that guy on tiktok that he does the like how to be stopped by police like, oh safe. yeah you spoke about him in another episode oh yeah. like fuck off like fuck yeah. the fuck it's off it's like just don't be killing people unprovoked bro like we were how about before. that like just because you're a criminal doesn't mean you deserve to get shot because like even with chris cabber they're saying that like oh yeah the car that he was driving was reported to be involved in a crime or something okay so does that mean that you shoot the person driving it or does that exactly. mean that you apprehend them how and then find out what's even, happening how do you not even know he wasn't driving his friend's car not like, knowing that it like you just so that's it you shoot and i did nah, it doesn't they, it doesn't make sense and th- this chris cabber happened what no more than a week ago and or everyone's moved ago. on they've all moved like, on now it's crazy hmm? and i said and they've all moved on now like, now all you see is the queen's death the queen who was 96 anyway do you know what? it's sad when someone dies but it's even sadder when someone is killed senselessly, literally unprovoked by, by the police yeah ridiculous but yeah it's yeah it's crazy so we learned about how everything was about men yeah there are these um radical attorneys that help people who are arrested for opposing the war right they don't care about women's rights and they don't care about the women who want to help them with their cause yeah our good sis marie tells us that she loved the black panthers and what they stood for i respected the black panther party and to this day i respect what they provided for the black community a sense of dignity and respect 
Fred Hampton and Bobby Rush were friends of mine. But I didn't necessarily agree with the party's attitude that women were to serve the men in the party, which is why I never joined the party, because I couldn't abide by those practices. And it's so funny because I was listening to this podcast about Angela Davis and she said the same thing. She was like, there's one time they were at this meeting and it was like, oh no, men eat first. Like the women have to serve the men. And she was just kind of like, listen, and this is what I'm saying. Like, you, Nigerian you, then, auntie. Uh, you then are in this situation where, okay, we're all here for black power and black rights and stuff. But even within that, as a woman, there's still, a, it's tiered. Yeah. As a woman, like there's still that, you still don't have that privilege. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like hello you know like it's yeah it's just all just a bit long so our james let us know that misogyny is really for the win at this time even when they attend meetings they're just always dismissed and one of them tells us like one guy literally told them to shut up <laughs> yo shut up i said tell my man shut up like literally like wait so what did you what did you say when they told you to shut did you shut up literally like, like did you shut up or did you nah oh my god i wish a nigga would it's so rude it's so rude so there's this push now for women's rights right and and we see this bit where they're escorted from male restaurants because there's segregation based on sex is this was it like what was that se- I thought they were asking them just about segregation in general was it segregation based on sex the woman was saying that she was yeah she was like escorted out of the restaurant because it was a white woman she was escorted out of the restaurant because they were like it was, it was the, the hours were for men to- that bit confused me I was like what Rah. the fuck are you doing in a restaurant that is men only like if you men love each other like just say you're gay and like call it just a day like, like just, just love each other and nobody cares like no but there was that you know there's that um, I don't know who the author is or whatever but there's that whole theory of like men, men are like homoerotic yeah. yeah I believe it though men men are in love with other men with men the yeah. fundamentally especially but sexually what, some of them are sexually attracted, attracted to, women. to women yeah especially like men the mill- something is wrong with millennials i don't know what it is yeah the millennial men they are all in love with each other yeah like that it's men that they want to care for and please and do cater to you mm-hmm. and like grease their cornrows exactly but you see like when it comes to women all they see them as is sexual objects it's yeah. all they fucking see them as. I like. think it is a lot more common than people think it is, you know. Oh, 100%. Like, 100%. It's so, 100%. you see, and I think, do you know what the thing is as well? Like, because of social media, like, you have so much, you have so much access to people's thoughts that you never would have before. Like, yeah. why can I see people tweeting and stuff like that? And like, you're just kind of like, rah, it's mad that you think this way. And then it's mad that like, 182 other people also agree with you. Yeah. Like, <laughs> for me, it's just like, I wish I could, like, I hate being, I guess, woke, if that's what it is. I want to sleep. I want to go back to slumber before I knew. Yeah, ignorance. Because it's it's just it's ridiculous. Like it, and then nah, it's it's too much. I, I remember before I didn't know these things. Like, and I was just like in social area laughing and joking. Then I jumped on Twitter and suddenly you were hearing all these things. And then people are co-signing and you're like, yo, this it's is the crazy. Signs, you know, because sometimes you'll see something mad, and then everyone else also shows that the person is mad. And you think, okay, great, so we're uh, all aligned. Uh, me, uh, okay, yeah. And then sometimes you see something and you think. Uh, is it you're literally looking around like right am i is it tiktok does that too to me as well it's scary i see a tiktok and then i'll go to comments expecting to see people like maybe yeah. dogpiling and everyone's like yeah like i get it like, i just don't know what and i'm like oh. i saw this one yeah um so what i saw first was a response it wasn't a stitch it was a response i had to go and find the video so this mm. girl was basically saying how like this woman she makes cakes for weddings and stuff oh i saw that i li- i literally saw that today so she she was just saying how for anyone who hasn't seen it that like this woman basically was like you know um she had to make a wedding cake and she forgot and she had two hours to make it until they were coming to pick up the cake and so she was like oh my god oh my god oh my god like she had to get get everything done and she managed to get the cake done in two hours but instead of putting real flowers she put synthetic flowers because she couldn't get any real flowers because she didn't have time and like it wasn't as perfect as it could have been and like when they were asking for the address to come and pick it up she didn't respond right away because she was trying to buy more time and just all that stuff and then the whole story was like the whole premise of it was like oh can't believe i got it done like how amazing everyone in the comments oh my god amazing like you're so good even the bride herself was in the comments oh wow it was such a good time when i watched that video i was like is something wrong with me because i don't find this shit admirable at all at all at all i i literally was looking at the comment for just one comment of someone saying oh like okay well done for getting it done on time but like this, this, this is, is crazy mad. like this is how you run your business yeah and i was just like so my wedding cake is an afterthought and in the video she's oh my god like i just was and i was just like why why did you think this was a, i mean and it has like 14 million views so 
I mean, more power to you, but I literally was, that's one of the situations where I thought, wow, like, am I a crazy person? Is something wrong with me? Li- is something I, wrong I, with me? I am I just bad vibes? And I was like, nah, this is something, this is not right. Then and I went she didn't to the book her wedding cake with you a week ago. She would have been booked it. And you also, that that bride spent the exact same money as somebody whose cake you took the time and did exactly. it Exactly. I thought of you. I was going to send it to you, but I didn't want to trigger you. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget I was like, please, let's not add wedding stress. Luckily, but. the venue is making the cake. That's it. It only has to get from the kitchen to the... Yeah. I don't want to... Th- bro, I don't even want to... Yeah. yeah. Oh, that was one of the times when I just thought, yeah, that's mad. But, um, yeah, we see loads of women getting catcalled um, in the street. So much so, actually, that they have to get picked up and taken to work by, like, their other friends because there's just... The catcalling is mad. So we hear the personal story of one of our Janes. She's married to this man for, like, a year. Her husband is in grad school, and so she's the sole um, earner of the household. So during this time, she gets pregnant. And it's not like now where you can kind of like work, you know, then take maternity leave if you like at eight months and then come back. Um, that only happens to us now because of what these men did back in their generation. Who's so working till they're eight months pregnant? Fam, I remember, I've worked with women who are like, busted, like big, like the baby's who? been kicking in that. Like who's yeah. doing that shit? Not I, surely not I. I'm but on I mean, maternity honest, leave from work, conception, bro. Like if you have you... to, yeah. If you have to work, you have to work. Like what? So what's this baby going to eat? From womb, you better start working. Listen, it's not it's not ideal, but if you have to work, you better you have do to like work, Rihanna and work, 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 work. I am not eight months. Pre- I can't even imagine getting yeah. up to drive to that office. There, no, yeah, I'm not crazy. doing it. Yeah, Forget it's actually it. crazy. If you have to, you have to, boy. I guess yeah. If you have to, you have to. Like my it's mom, not ideal. Yeah, my I'm mom sure did nobody it. wants to do that. Yeah, and she got training. She, but I just, I got, I am tired now. Yeah, and I my womb is empty. Imagine yeah. then. Nah, it's crazy. But yeah, back then you couldn't even you couldn't even work. <laughs> you couldn't even think of being pregnant. It'll if you were pregnant, you, you couldn't work. Yeah, and if you had small kids at home, no one's trying to hire you. So she was like, "Listen, I can't have this baby right now. Like, I'm the sole earner. This doesn't make any sense." So then she tells us about her experience. I was told ahead of time, he might ask you for a kiss. He might ask you to, uh, he might ask to hug you or cuddle you or blah blah. blah. I don't know what not all. I was terrified. I got on the table, my feet went into the stirrups. It was all done without anesthesia because I had to be able to get up and walk out of there as if nothing had happened. And I did. And so she's terrified, understandably. Mm. And this is why like abortion being illegal is really scary because any quack here can, can take advantage of these vulnerable women. women yeah for money. later on in the documentary we hear about like doctors and abortionists who would make sexual advances or refuse to do the abortion like if they didn't agree to have sex with them after yeah and it's just like this is this is what you leave space for for yeah when you like um when you criminalize Abortions, things like yeah. abortion i wrote abortionist um in this like early on yeah in my notes but i didn't know it was a word i was like oh you quirky bitch you made a yeah, word too listen to dictionary i was listening to one of our old episodes and you were like yeah you're gonna write your dictionary oh yeah so we're still waiting on that yeah we're still waiting um and then uh i swiftly found out that it's actually really a word so yeah it's a word yeah i, d- I didn't know you made I, it though i think you saw i think you made it okay yeah and then Thank then you. they put it in the dictionary so. okay yeah and then they that put makes it more in sense the yeah it's kind of like yeah okay cool yeah, yeah. kind of like everything else that you said yeah so many women are having legal abortions so these janes you know they meet and they're like yeah this is basically their the inception like this is them actually starting to do it yeah they start placing ads in the newspaper for abortion counseling mm-hmm. and tell them to ask for jane because quote no one's called jane anymore and it's a nice simple name i've never actually End met quote. a jane so yeah that's true I actually did today, one of my patients, but she's that but age. But she's, so. yeah, she must be yeah. Queen's mate, so. Yeah. yeah, a lot of them are. I had a patient today who was 96. Yeah. That's and I was like, you and Lizzie went to school together. Yeah, that's the Queen's flipping playmate. Like, Fam, literally besties. But this is why this conversation about reasons behind it. Like, I remember having conversations with someone and they were like, oh, 
that they don't really know where they stand about like on abortions but like I guess if a woman if a woman's life is at risk and I was like no if a woman doesn't want to be pregnant that's the reason for an abortion like and this situation scenario here like she has a perfectly good reason to not be it doesn't matter if her life is at risk or it's not it's not convenient she doesn't have to die she doesn't have to have been raped yeah it's not convenient for her like that's okay like if you don't know where you stand it's like no one is pro-abortion yeah everyone yeah. is pro well not everyone but you but you're pro-choice it's like i just believe that you should be able to make the decision yeah if you for want to have body. the baby have the baby cool i'm yeah. not mad at you for doing that if you don't want to have the baby then don't have the baby i'm not mad at you for doing that yeah but you should be able to make the decision exactly and that is the thing there like, how can you tell me what to do with my, my body? own body like therein is the essence of the truth like nobody is like oh like yeah let's let the quota for today is a thousand abortions like nobody wants exactly. like do you know what i mean pushing it. Like, no oh, one is pushing it that kid. no one's saying that <laughs> no one is saying that but what we're saying is that like, you i cannot imagine someone coming and telling me that i have to and like people talk about oh like being pregnant yeah like because you see bare people do it and it's fine you're putting your life at risk it's a really big deal literally and the, the most annoying thing is that like, it would still be shit if women were making these laws and stuff but like you a man who will never and has never been pregnant a day in his life are telling oh. me i'll just have the baby that's how the other day uh um my man called me and he was like oh i was like i'm tired i need to go and i was he was like why and i was like i've got my period i'm tired and i was like oh but like it's just a natural thing like what I said, oh. If I slap. If I fucking slap. Have you, I said to me, I'm sorry, when was the last time you bled from your vagina and you lost seven days and seven nights? How much blood and your hormones were raging? Pray tell. Like, so men, imagine a man, like, and my man is not even like ignorant of the worst of the worst, yeah. But imagine a man who knows absolutely fuck all about like the not even he might understand the science behind yeah. it because my man's a doctor, but to know the feeling of what it yeah, feels the like. Experience. They don't. They don't. And you're it. making I laws. To, I had to. I had to say to my man like, listen, yeah. When I'm on my period, like, it's a lot. <laughs> I was like, it's a lot. It's exhausting. It's actually exhausting. And then, guys, if you're not, if you don't if periods freak you out fast forward like a minute yeah so i literally was like i started using the menstrual cup yeah oh are you still using that yeah it's sometimes it leaks and stuff but like it's actually pretty good anyway so i was like to him um, one time i was like i put it in in the evening in the night went to bed woke up and in the morning i was like do you want to see how much blood that i've lost in this Mm. overnight yeah and then he was like yeah yeah let me see i showed it to him yeah this guy was like what the fuck i was like okay you you were sleeping me i was losing losing blood Iron levels dropping left, right, and center. Left, right, center. So imagine these men coming together and saying, "Oh, let's make a law around periods." And but that's the reality. That's what it's like when they yeah. make laws around. With like you're making a law about women carrying pre- like babies and stuff like that. Talking about the sanctity of like the family mm-hmm. and all whatnot. But like, what family are you talking about? Yeah. Like what are you fucking talking you don't carry this pregnancy you don't know fuck all right some of these men are even the men some of these lawmakers are even the men one of the guys that decided he has like how many sexual assault allegations like wrapped up against him like he's probably the first one that would get a girl pregnant and ask her to have an abortion himself i'm saying i just think that that's the thing everybody should be able to choose like just be able to choose yeah just have that autonomy yeah yeah this is not jilliard oh my god under his eye may the lord open (laughs) yo when is the next season coming out i need some like trauma like since black mirror's not coming back i'm sorry have you not been watching uk (laughs) have you not been watching uk this final season of uk is crazy it's going off have you not (laughs) no so in their jane's the whole jane situation the whole setup women would have to write their details on these cards their name their age how far along they were um, and you had like just a range of women women who were 16 you had police women you had daughters of policemen you had women with kids women without kids married unmarried like loads of women which just mm. shows like the range of reasons that a woman may want to have an abortion so the Janes do counsel them before the abortion they tell them everything they need to know uh, and the Janes make a really good point that i love that we kind of just made we would really try to make clear to them they didn't have to justify themselves Their reason for having an abortion was their reason. I was not there to pass judgment. They didn't have to justify themselves. Like a lot of them would be like, oh, you know, I've got a scholarship. Like I can't have a baby now. And it's like, sis, it doesn't matter if you don't have a scholarship. It doesn't matter if you have the perfect family. It doesn't matter if you're selling crack. It doesn't matter. Like 
It doesn't matter. Or cooch. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you if you if you have made this decision because I can't imagine it's an easy decision to make to yeah. have an abortion. Like you've sat yeah. down and you've thought about that, right? And you've made a decision and it's a hard decision that you've made. And so it's a please, medical don't feel procedure. Like it's me that you have to tell. Yeah, don't feel like it's me you have to justify it to. Yeah, it's not even a, like forget like the sentiment of oh like there's a life growing inside of me. It's a medical procedure you're putting yourself through. And any vaginal like medical procedures are Many just of them interventions. Kai god. Oh, even smear test, I'm telling you. It's only this year that I like I, oh. I have like been okay. I didn't have a traumatized or traumatic uh, experience. Oh, so but remember when I had my thing? I remember. That, like, I remember. guys, I literally had That one, a, I crossed my legs. I had a bi... Was it? Biopsy. Was it biopsy? But they cut out a bit of my uh, uterus. uterus. Uh, I went back to my car after, and not from pain. I actually cried from trauma. Like, it's yeah. it's the one of the worst things I've ever experienced. Like, it's so... Yeah, nah. Yeah. Oh, just think about it now. Like, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's just it's like I feel like as women, there's just so Much. many medical, and this is why I feel like ultimately, yeah, like women. I know they say women are socialized or whatever, whatever. Like, just by way of like our bodies and the stuff we have to go through, like we literally just get on with it. Yeah. Like you get your period one day when you're twelve or thirteen, and you just crack on and from then on you just life cr- is normal forever literally then you have your smear test you just crack on get on with it then you have any gynecological whatever whatever you just one woman was talking about third degree tears today on her um oh. um on TikTok. what tears what to what what during childbirth tears tears yeah the uh, tears would come after the tears right um <laughs> childbirth and she was saying that yeah like for like a month she couldn't sit down like she tore from her V to her A. I she heard couldn't that, I've heard that. I've heard that. Because she was talking and about then like you look at the baby and then what? What? Oh, it makes it all better. Does it though? She was talking about C-section it? versus like birth, like vaginal. She had what? She was talking about like a C-section oh, versus yeah. vaginal. Just like she. Oh, she's the, had both. She's had both, so she was doing comparative. Mm-hmm. I said, "Wow, wow." I pray for. I I I think I'll have a good delivery because God knows I can't hack. Not so I will. Because then I just wouldn't be able to hack it. So what would happen? My worst fear is hearing you're too far dilated for the epidural. Oh, eh? so you give me the epidural. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> if you don't give epidur. me this, then no, I'm dying here. So you pick, pick your poison. Nah, oh, it's crazy. It's too much to, it's too much to consider right now. I can't. I don't. I don't have the mental capacity for this conversation. <laughs> so after counselling. The ladies go to um, what they call the front. I really like the way that they named stuff because it's very like obscure. Like if their phone lines were tapped, you wouldn't really know. So they go to the front, which is the waiting area. And you could bring, you know, moral support, your children, your sister, your husband, whatever. Yeah. Where they did the actual abortion is called the place. Right. Mm -hmm. So they have them separate, which is smart because you, you know, if they catch you at the, the front, you can just say you're just chilling. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So you get driven by one of the Janes from the front to the place. To the bank. Now, they had to charge to bake. Um, <laughs> so now they had to charge women because abortions cost money. But they didn't have a fixed fee. They just encouraged them to pay as much as they could so that they could cover, you know, women who didn't have enough. Yeah. And I liked this because there's like all, like we said in the beginning, all types of bread, like all types of women that yeah. needed abortions. And maybe some are low income, some are high income. And like if you yeah. can afford to pay a bit more, like just pay a bit more. And then you could, we you know. Sisters. We stand together. That's what it's all about. Helping your sister through her own abortion. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, so remember Mike Mike is a doctor he does abortions yeah so he does this not for the love mm, but for the money see. we'll get into that <laughs> so he does this <laughs> he does this for the money right and he's telling us he makes four five six times more doing this than when he was doing like contracting or construction or whatever it was mm. that he was doing yeah he he's just such weird vibes like I want to say he's trash but then also he's just a man of the time and also he's just weird he's just a weird guy like He's just know, quirky. He's just, yeah, he's, I don't know. He's bad vibes. Marie agrees because Marie he's is like bad vibes. He's just at least weird vibes. Maybe they're not bad, but they're definitely weird. Yeah. I thought he was a blowhard, you know, sort of a con man and a showman and a um, a wise guy. But I also thought he had a heart. 
But she also says, you know, he's able to put these women at ease and he did treat them well, which at this time was uh, a bonus because he was That's doing not that. Like he probably was a good guy. Like, he gave treated them yeah, with dignity. I yeah, I think he was just a bit weird and he just was very money hungry and he just saw this as like... I mean, yeah, I don't know, he's just weird. Mm. We learn later in the documentary, but I'm going to say it now just for concision. So, this guy was not a doctor. Yeah. He was an abortionist, which we know Forens is has, you know... My term that I coined. Yeah. Thank you. And so he says to us, yeah, he was like, oh, I never told anyone that I was a doctor. Maybe they thought I was a doctor. I have no idea what they thought. I'm not sure if that ever came up. Maybe it did, but I did. I never told anybody I was a doctor. But your code name was? Dr. Kaplan. <laughs> it's like, okay, so did you tell people you were a doctor? Yes, you did. Or did you at least insinuate or you didn't co- correct them if they assumed that you were a doctor? <laughs> so can you really blame us for thinking you're a doctor when you said, hi, I'm Dr. Kaplan? Literally. Like, anyway, we see clips of this interview given by Jodie and Ruth, who are also Jane members. And Jodie is like, you know, we had an obligation to disrespect a law that disrespected women. And I, I love that, that line because I was just like, a hundred percent. Because yep. anything can be a law. These guys in the Senate or the whatever is the law out there, yeah, they would just say, okay, cool. Do you know what? It's actually now illegal to eat mayonnaise. And then that could be passed into law. And so yeah. now if you eat mayonnaise, is it wrong to eat mayonnaise? Is it morally wrong to eat mayonnaise? I'm finna eat my mayo. So now I'm breaking the law and I can go to jail for having mayonnaise. Tuna mayo, um, that's it, locked up. They won't let me Honestly, out. Yeah. It's crazy, but we touched on the issue of men controlling women's bodies. We've kind of spoken about this um, already, but back then, about 95% of OBGYNs are men. And it's just crazy that, like, yes, you have this clinical knowledge, but you will never understand because you're not a woman. And although some of these doctors were against abortions and wouldn't do them, some of them would give the women Jane's number so that yeah. they could get it done safely, which is like, do you know what I mean? It's like, fine, a compromise. Enough, you know yeah, what I mean? yeah, yeah, you don't want to do it. That's fine. That's your choice as well. But you headed them in the right direction rather than like, you know, reporting them to the police like some bitches do later on. Anyway, we get a bit um, of history about how Catholic Chicago is. Yeah. And then we get into the Chicago area clergy consultation service who were in support of women's rights to choose, not of abortions, of women's rights to choose. Yeah. Like we said earlier. And they're made up of rabbis and priests, etc. And it's so funny because I actually listened to, I think it was an episode of Criminal the other day about this clergy consultation service. Oh, yeah it's really interesting it went into a bit more detail about like them but i think the documentary did a good job like covering it as well so this is random as hell but playboy gives the clergy consultation service money to support their cause um and yeah they're kind of going back and forth like oh should we take it it's playboy like should we not blah 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 mm. and then they did they take it in the end i think they do yeah they do i think they were like yeah. fuck it like. Oh, of course why would you not take it man come on <laughs> god has dropped manna from heaven you're just not gonna have it again as in so new york legalized abortion in 1970 yeah ahead of the curve all right so this now changes things because women who can afford to go to New York, they fly to New York, get their abortion, they come back. So now it's just the poor women who can't afford to go to New York who are left to call Jane and women of colour of colour especially. Also, remember before it was a case of, oh, you know, just pay as much as you can because you can mm. cover the next person. There's no paying as much as you can anymore because all them men can afford to go to New York, get their abortions and come home. So it's you know there's really like a class issue between the patients and people in jane because now jane they're all white women like what foren said before except for middle class white women as well yeah exactly except for marie um and most of the patients are like women of color poor you know like you know yeah down and out so now we have these protests and marches to legalize abortion everywhere else in america since they have in new york um, and so we get back to the fact that people find out that Mike wasn't a doctor, yeah. But also, to Mike's credit, he was doing a really good job. Yeah. But then also, if this normal non-doctor guy can do an abortion, then maybe we, the women, could also do abortions. Yeah. So the Janes are now in two camps. Some are like, nope, absolutely not. Nope, we're not doctors, absolutely not. And then some are like, do you know what? Fuck it, like, let's do it. So Mike, the doctor slash abortionist slash not a doctor... Teaches slash construction them. worker slash construction worker <laughs> slash quirky uncle <laughs> he teaches them to do abortions the same way that he was taught to do abortions so everything they're doing it everything's going well fine 
Then we hear the story of this 19-year-old black lady. She comes in for an abortion. But clearly, like, she has something else going on. Like, I think she had an infection, so they just weren't going to do it. I think she probably tried to do it herself. Herself, yeah, yeah. exactly. And then it flopped. Um, and so they wanted to help her, but they were like, look, we can't, we can't do this abortion with what's going on. Like, go to a hospital, blah, blah, blah. And they find out later that she... Because she, after they say no, she, she runs away. She goes, right? She dies of septicemia, so infection of the blood. And so even though they didn't do the abortion, they felt like they could have maybe taken her to hospital rather than telling her to go. Like maybe they could have been more present in trying to save her life. So that's mm. kind of a bit of a, a downer for them. And then we get these two witches, yeah, that go to the police and they're like, oh, you know, my sister-in-law says that she's going to have an abortion. But the sister-in-law um, too, why are you in this like current climate going and announcing telling yeah yeah it's not like oh, i'm gonna go what? get I, five guys like what are you doing sis? yeah it's true uh, but i reckon that also because i'm assuming she's married to their brother yeah she's married to their brother so this is their brother's baby so she's thinking they're thinking oh how are you gonna kill my brother's baby yeah but either way why were they telling people you will know, know the kind yeah. of yeah it's true she shouldn't, she shouldn't have told them or maybe she found out maybe she overheard the, i don't know there's many ways either way I mean, they, yeah. are the, they are the problem here because they go to the police and they're like oh my sister-in-law is gonna have an abortion you should stop it because it's a sin yeah and the homicide officer is like bro like this is chicago like people are getting their eyes shot out their arms blown <laughs> off people are being assaulted and they show and us chicago pictures. then was crazy as well like, like this, i mean still this is. is chicago like, I'm from Chicago. Like, like they literally this is like, the like, why are you coming to me with this fucking abortion shit? Like, people are people are proper dying, like serious like, crimes. People fully formed human beings like are dying, like, and those that have never died are dying. Living like, beings are dying, literally, and you're coming to me with this nonsense. So then, like, no one's trying to really investigate this shit but then they have to call this officer this chief this somebody this somebody and then they get told eventually that they have to investigate it and yeah? not only that but they say the homicide unit has to do it the like homo- are, you are you fucking, fucking kidding, kidding me? me like for a bag of cells are you best, fucking kidding like, me I'm so at sorry. best so this is how they find the Janes yeah so they basically tail they follow the sister-in-law on her way out and they ask so <laughs> also the sister-in-law sorry back again to her I'm like girl girl like anyway what is you doing what is you doing like literally like they follow them into the place and then there's like a um a lift yeah so they open the door it's like something about a movie they open the door they're in suits and stuff and they're like oh did you just have an abortion and she starts crying and she's like yeah i'm like can't you just say yeah i had fillers or i had some plastic surgery or i had i don't get it how did you break she's not she's do you know yeah she's not about it like this is not her life because she was ill prepared first of all First of all, you're telling the sister-in-laws about having the abortion. Second of all, you don't have a backstory. Literally, like, oh, I went to get like. How can they checks. prove that you had an abortion? How can they prove that? How They're can not they gonna go into that? your coochie, like. It's how could crazy. they possibly prove that? And okay, maybe like, how could they? Yeah, how could they? How could they prove that? So, um, we get conflicting information here. The police are like, oh, we didn't kick down the door. Everyone, everybody, absolutely everybody else that they interview is like, yeah, they kicked down the door. And they're trying to find the doctor when they come in. They're like, Who, where's the doctor performing these abortions? Like, they can't even fathom that a woman could be performing the abortions. Because in the in that the place, there's only women. And they were like, you know, they were, these were just ladies. And they, you know, were performing these abortions. Anyway, our driver who takes people from the front, the, the front, from the front to the place. Her name is Judith. She gets arrested, and um, you know, I was telling you about the fact that they used to write the cards with all their information on it. The other Janes all start eating the cards with the information <laughs> on it because they didn't want <laughs> they basically to bait out the people who wanted an abortion because it had all their information, their name, their yeah. birth, addresses, and I'm like, surely you couldn't have burnt them. I don't know, like, yeah, but no you're in the car. Where are you going to find matches and stuff? You have to eat it. Oh, were they in the car when they were eating that them? That shit's going to cost constipate you for ages, man. I was just man. thinking that. You're going like, to need well, a serious clinic. Whatever their ink was made of back then, is it not poisonous? Fam. Fam. But yeah, also Judith, the driver, she just had a baby herself. So she's still nursing. So her breasts are really painful. This reminded me of that story that you told me about your mum. Oh, yeah. When the milk just got bare hard in her thing. And it was really yeah. painful. So quite a few of the other ladies get uh, arrested. Um... And the Janes, they're in jail and they're like, what the fuck is this shit? Like, everyone here is mad. Like, they've been doing actual crimes. Like, we've just been trying to help people, you know? Mm. Like, And these are hardened also- criminals. In yeah, here. these hardened criminals. Please, I was just out here, like, driving people from A to B, you know? So Judith acknowledges her privilege. She's white. She's a mum. She's married to a lawyer. She's a college graduate. And it works in her favour because they release her from jail Early, yeah. on bail. Um, 
and they each get charged with 11 counts each so that's a maximum of 110 years for each of them for this that's crazy mate they're starting to deep that okay this is actually very very serious yeah also everyone in chicago is against abortions so it's whatever jury they get like it's not really going to bode well for them like they're going down yeah yeah so they're trying to find lawyers all the men lawyers they find are really condescending but marie black women save the day marie finds a female lawyer whose name is joanne wolfson and initially she's like fam leave me alone with this bullshit but <laughs> marie is like listen like come on we're, we're, like you're my babe you're my friend like let's you know i mean let's do it so she does it she does it for marie and she's represented black panthers before which i reckon is how marie knows her anyway yeah so now it's the 22nd of january 1973 and abortions are what legalized which means they could also be what safe so because of that they do what and no, i'm joking <laughs> because of that they drop the charges um mm. and so no one goes to jail right so now the documentary is coming to a close and it ends with on-screen text between 1968 and 1973 jane provided about 11,000 safe affordable illegal abortions which is amazing um, after Roe v. Wade, Cook County Hospital closed their septic abortion ward. So that was the ward where everyone was like trying to do their own abortions and like ended up dying or really dangerously ill and stuff. They didn't need it anymore because people were having safe um, abortions. They were getting it safe. And so basically the women of Jane continue to live their lives and be in the badass bitches that they are. But one of them is dead. Who's dead? Uh, didn't you clock that she must be dead, Jodie? That's why we never saw her. Oh, like, in the real life. Yeah, yeah, we only saw oh, the yeah. recording. She's dead. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh well, she. Do you know she left a proper legacy, man? She did good. She's good. But she no, that cool. was. Um, it was good. It's on Sky. It's basically called a movie because it's movie length. It's like an hour forty something minutes. Yeah. But it was really, it was really good and interesting to watch. And it's something it I never knew about. Um so yeah it made me it made my heart re-break for america because these women did all this work and and then helped other women for for what like they moved forward and now we've taken 10 steps back exactly exactly so now it's time for the real crime i think was the beard our segment where we focus on something during the documentary that may not be criminal but we definitely consider to be a crime have you got one you go first so at first it was um dr howard's mustache because obviously obviously like great man but weird mustache um and the second one i had was that like the sister-in-laws like what the fuck was that do you not have anything to do you don't have kids to look after you don't have a job to do that you're going to report help me ask them Mm -mm. oh mine was then just mike i thought you would have said him no it's too obvious no yeah i thought i would you didn't say so i thought you said that he was a quirky yeah know. it was a quirk but he was weird so was, yeah. the, the quirk the quirkiness like was the weird quirk was quack yeah like it was weird like i remember when he said he said this line where he was like oh um should a man that like, the bible says a man should be paid I his saw- worth is that not true for an abortionist i was like han i said han, bro why are you bringing god into this you are going to he double hockey sticks double like, hockey sticks stop it double hockey sticks so yeah but I mean, all in all, yeah, it was a good, good documentary. Yeah, I, I would definitely it. recommend watching. It was great, yeah. very uh, informative yeah. and um, also quite triggering, but it's fine. Yeah. Um, so next we're doing a credits episode. Credits. Oh, this one's going to be so sad. We're going to discuss Dear Zachary. I watched Dear Zachary, yeah. And then she told me to watch it and it really And I literally me. finished it and I messaged for rent and I was like, have you seen Dear Zachary? And she was like, no. And I was like, watch it right now. No, but you know why I watched it? Because you said you cried yeah i was like to my sister oh let's watch this because bd said she cried and if she cried then it has to be deep and i was watching it and i was waiting for the because i kept thinking i had clicked the wrong link because it was like a bit like happy kind of and i was like "Mm." listen to me and then listen i you know you know when you're crying like (laughs) yeah that's how i was crying i i literally do you know what no it's, it's gonna be yeah. a credits in it uh, why are we doing this now I, so when i first credits. watched it i literally like had i hadn't even pressed i hadn't even pressed stop when the thing ended yeah i just took out my phone and made a tiktok because someone on tiktok told me they were like have you seen dear zachary and i was like no and they're like watch it and then i watched it and i literally was like nah yeah this has nah. to be a credits episode like it has to like yeah i just i have so much to say there's so much yeah there's mate there are no words 
There are zero words. Do you know what? If you haven't watched Dear Zachary yet, watch it. I beg you, watch it before I think the credits. You need episode. to watch it before the credits. I watch this it before is the one time episode. I will tell you to do that. Watch yeah. it before the credits. Don't let the credits episode be your first introduction to Dear Zachary. No. Only listen to the credits episode if you've when watched you it. watch Dear Zachary. Don't, don't want listen to, to watch it. it. You need to watch it so you understand. Because if you don't watch it, you won't understand what, like, the emotions. Yeah. And also, the credits is not like recapping the documentary, the credits is like just discussing. In like, the case and what everything. The fuck? Yeah. Like literally what the fuck. So yeah, please. And I think apparently someone was saying it, it's on YouTube. I did, you know, I just typed it into Google and found what I found. But apparently it's on YouTube, so you can watch it on there as well. So it shouldn't be an effort to find. Yeah. Um, but I'm begging you and your mother and your father, like, watch it and then listen to the credits. Yeah, watch it. Yeah. Alright, um, my mummy just called me, so I'm gonna go speak to her. Well, okay, well, in the meantime, between time, you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, on Two Girls One Doc, um, at Two Girls One Doc, and then on TikTok, um, at Two Girls One Doc Podcast, um, and share with a friend. If you're still here, rate us on Spotify, rate us on Apple Podcasts, send a review, um, and yeah, just because it helps people find us, and then everyone can enjoy the podcast just like you do, which I suppose you do because you're still here listening to me go on and on. Yeah. So, um, yeah, until next time, there's not going to be a trailer this week because obviously it's a credits um, next week. Mm. So, um, yeah, that's it. Anything else from you, friends? No. Yeah, you said what? it all. Alrighty then. Bye. Bye.